0: Welcome back to the story podcast. I'm your host, Harris III. I'm so excited to invite you into today's amazing conversation we had not too long ago at our Story Roundtable event with Kevin Carroll and Lewis Richardson, two of my favorite storytellers and leaders on the planet. But before we get there, some important announcements. We took the last couple of weeks off the podcast. If you're an active and engaged listener, you notice we took about a two-week break. That is simply because so many of you are traveling and on vacation. I personally uh, am traveling a lot these last couple of weeks. I just got back from Australia, about to head to Utah, Um, to do uh, a retreat with some of our coaching clients um, and about to squeeze in a trip with my family just so I can take a week off to unplug. There's lots going on, so took a little break here in the middle of the season, but we're back. And now that we're back, really, really important thing for you to know, the price of tickets to Story 2022 has gone up by 100 bucks. but I've got good news for you. Because we took a couple of weeks off the podcast and you're like, oh, no, Harris, I forgot to grab my ticket before the price went up. That happened on August 1st. You would have missed out on an opportunity to save $100 off your ticket, whether you're coming online uh, and attending virtually or in person in Nashville. But all you got to do is go register now, grab your ticket within these next two weeks, and you can use the discount code podcast 100. Just that's it. The word podcast 100, zero zero, podcast 100, that'll knock off a hundred bucks, reverting you back to the price before it went up. That's a great way to put some cash back in your pocket, save a little money, but still come experience all of the magic that will be story 2022. And trust me, based on my background, for those of you know what I used to do for a living and what I still do for a living sometimes, I don't use the word magic lightly. So we don't just toss that word around. It is truly going to be magical. This is not hyperbole. This is going to be our best year yet. The lineup is amazing. Linda Wolverton, legendary screenwriter, um, basically single-handedly fixed Beauty and the Beast for Disney back in the day. It's an amazing story. She's also the highest uh, grossing screenwriter of all time who has a solo writing credit and is a female. I think that's an amazing stat. Um, a female screenwriter with a solo writing credit on a film. The only one so far that has grossed more than I forgot what it was, like a billion dollars at the box office. Um, It's insane. So she's going to be there. Gosh, I could go through the list one by one. We don't have time for that. Uh, But in this surprise guest that we have for you guys, oh my gosh, it's going to be mind blowing. Here's the deal. Go to story 2022.com. Learn more, check out the full lineup, check out our theme for this year. You will leave a better storyteller, but also a better human being. We're going to equip you to improve your creative process, to learn how to tell better stories that matter, and regardless of your goals about why you tell stories, you will leave change and impacted and transformed. Don't miss it. Story2022.com. All right, back to this week's episode. Some of you recently joined us live for our last story roundtable event. Again, it was with Kevin Carroll, Lewis Richardson. We spent a little over an hour talking about what it means to be a connector, how we leverage the power of story to embrace connection, both in our everyday lives as well as our work lives and what that all looks and feels like. And One of my favorite things that Kevin said was, be where your feet are. Be where your feet are. In other words, be fully present. There's so much to that idea as it relates to being a great leader. Uh, Don't be in a room full of people and on your phone or wishing for a way out or thinking of how to leverage or finesse your way towards or even away from something or someone. Look, when we engage with people where they're at, when we are where our feet are, uh, it allows us to ask what we can do for them or how we can better serve them. It allows that connection to be organic. And those we come in contact with are more receptive to our presence, and we can learn so much more from everyone if we're just a little more curious. So I know I say it every time we have a round table, but these conversations, they've just been so rich. Many of you, again, have joined us for them live. We have one more coming up. Don't miss it. Head over to storygatherings.com round-table to learn more. This last one is going to be incredible. One of my favorite special guests on the planet, Jason Jaggard. But there's so much to learn from these previous conversations that we've already had. So let's listen in um, on our conversation about the connector storytelling type uh, with Lewis Richardson and Kevin Carroll. And I want to encourage you, really lean into this conversation. Open yourself up to being curious because let's be honest. All of us want to be seen. Here's a snippet of our convo. Listen in. Kevin, Lewis, I don't know if either one of you have taken the assessment, but it really doesn't matter because of these five different storytelling types, um, we all sort of have a dominant type. I think of the both of you, or you two come to mind when I think of Connector. Lewis, I also know you have a lot of amplifier in you as you're reminded by listening to your breakout from story 2020, I believe it was, or 2021. Um, and so we both of you have a lot of skill sets across a lot of different mediums and disciplines when it comes to storytelling. But as we think about leveraging the power of story to connect others, to engage with others, to bring people together, both of you, I think, have a really unique superpower in this area and unique lens on this. And so, Kevin, I wanna start with you. And then Lewis, I wanna bring this back to the corporate perspective as well in a moment. Uh, But Kevin, you, you are connecting both personally or within an organization, just by walking down the streets of your community. Uh, Before we even start telling some stories of the life that you've lived and the experience that you've created there in Portland, both personally and at Nike. um, Let's start with just what connection means to you personally, because it's a huge part of your story, right? It's, it's the, I I honestly say it's
1: the thrust of what gets me out of bed in the morning is belonging. Mm -hmm. And that's so important to me and it's from my childhood. And so I'm always looking for those opportunities to connect and belong and to create a sense of community wherever I go and as quickly as possible. So I think that's a big part of what I do is how can I be an accelerant to get somebody to connect with me, to be cool with me. And especially cause I travel by myself so much, I got to create roadies like real fast so that's always the thing that I'm trying to do is like, how can I connect with you? And that also goes to curiosity. And that curiosity about everybody's got a story, like everyone does. So if you just ask a question, right? If you are a little curious about where are you from? How'd you get into this role? How long have you worked? Just a simple thing. It, it creates this beyond a transactional moment with someone. And you're trying to be transformational. And I can't tell you how many AV techs I'm cool with because (laughs) of that simple gesture. Right. Yes. Because they're so used to being so transactional. Yeah. And they love when you like chat them up, they're actually startled. Like they're always a little startled. Like, are you asking me something? I'm like, yeah, dude, what's going on? I just came from Vegas and I was doing this athletic, um, industry conference and I chatted up every AV tech in each of the rooms I was in, I gifted them a book. And dude, those guys would do anything for me. They're like running and doing lights and getting other people to come in. But it was because I wasn't looking at them in a transactional, but I also saw them. They weren't invisible. Yeah, And I think yeah. that's the one thing we all wanna be seen. So that's the thing that I've learned so much about this idea of belonging, building community, staying forever curious. So yeah, I, it it serves me well every single day.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's funny you bring that up. I just had that exact same experience. I was in Sydney, Australia, working with Amazon's leadership team there. And I, it was the whole international thing. As you know, we do an event it can be a little bit wonky. It wasn't the typical, like, here's the list of stuff I need. It was a very relational deal through a friend connection. And I show up. Um, I think the the tech guy's name was uh, Ignacio, Ignacio. Uh, he just wanted to go by Nacho was his nickname. Um, and I could tell he was kind of flustered and they actually didn't have what I needed. Um, and so all of a sudden I start adding extra requests, right? Like, hey, is it even possible? Can I just pop this mic that I already brought with me into your receiver? Is there any way for me just to use my own laptop? I know they wanted my slides and you could see like the sense, and then people are coming in with requests, extra stuff. And I, at one point, he said, I just had a rough morning at home. There's a lot going on. But the person at the hotel just sort of steamrolled right over the story. Wasn't curious at all what that story was. Um, and so when we had a moment, I was like, Nacho, what happened this morning, man? Like, tell me some of your story. Turns out a pipe had burst at his house. There was water all over his apartment. He had to rush out to get to this gig. And the moment I asked him that story and connected with him, just a little bit of empathy allowed him to be seen. Oh. Um, he was like, man, what do you need? How can I make this easier for you? Uh, and instantly it was like, yeah, they didn't really pay us to bring this extra stuff. Let me go get this extra piece of gear so you can use your own laptop. It just showcases the value of what happens when we listen to someone's story. We actually connect with them to your point, Kevin, to not be transactional. But how do you do that on a daily basis? Because I've seen, I've walked the streets of Portland with you, stopped by your little studio and playroom. Um, but like when you walk around, people are like, Kev, Kevin, everyone's got all these different nicknames. How do you do this? Is it as simple as just walking down the street and saying hey to people? Because you're really intentional about this. It's about your energy and being present. So my grandfather would always say, be where your feet are.
1: And so that's the one thing that I've come to understand is be as present as possible. So I don't walk through my neighborhood with headphones on, AirPods in, anything. I'm just present. And so that allows me to be responsive to things that are happening around me and sprinkle in that curiosity and, whoa, what, what are you doing over there? What are you doing over here? Hey, what's that, right? And just, or discovering something, but walking with wonder. I think that's what I've learned to do is to walk with wonder yeah. and discovery. And so you can have that, Harris, that's your bar for the day right there, right? <laughs> there you go, you're welcome. So, yeah. So, <laughs> Walking with
0: wonder is good. I like that.
1: <laughs> but that's the thing. I think that's that has served me well and allowed me to have these chance meetups, which are not chance at all, right? Because you set in motion an intention from the jump. So when I leave that house, I'm already in it. So now it's just a matter of us colliding that moment I was colliding and I'm not surprised when I tell my wife she loves the stories of serendipity and coincidence in my life and she says of course that happened of course that happened she said and I never grow tired of hearing about them because they're just so fantastically crazy that that happened and I mean Harris I've unpacked some of these things for you in the past so I, I just just know it never stops and it keeps accelerating And that's the thing I've noticed most, is that the more I lean into it and the more I actively practice it, it happens more frequently. And so I know that doubling down on it, right? I'm going to receive something that's going to remind me, like, yes, keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing it. So I go back to energy. You know, What is that intention? Pay attention to your intention. What is that energy that you bring each day? How do you walk with that wonder and purpose each day through your neighborhood, through
0: your life, through your world?
1: And you'll discover
0: more things. Yeah. Would it be fair to say then that those of us who are walking around not connecting with others is simply a result of not walking in wonder? They're just not curious enough of the stories that are going on around them. And it's showcasing that curiosity and actually asking like, hey, what's your story? What's going on today? Connecting with empathy.
1: And walking through the day knowing everybody you're passing by has got a story beyond that, what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. So just that fact. And if there happens to be a reason for you to connect with that person or whatever it might be, or when you're purchasing something, Mm -hmm. just don't look past them and look at them. Look at them. They're Mm -hmm. not invisible. Mm -hmm. And people really appreciate that. And I think that's the thing that I've come to understand even more so in these times. Yeah. I yeah. really have come to understand how important it is to create connection and how people really value it and treasure that from you.
0: Yeah. So good. So I want to circle back in a second to how you did this at Nike because there were some really practical ways that led you to really being like the glue, the connector within an organization. Uh, but Lewis, I want to I wanna bring you in on this for a second because um, your your story is similar, but yeah, entirely unique in the sense that you were also at a very large company, very large organization. Uh, in some ways, felt a little bit disconnected because you were like the creative person, right? Which is another whole subject that we could get, get into: whether everyone is creative or only creative as a department. But you were feeling a little bit disconnected at IBM. You talked a story about the giant hairball. Um, how do you navigate some of these feelings around feeling disconnected? Because things are out of alignment versus engaging with other people and helping them feel seen.
2: Yeah. Well, I just left IBM. That's what, what I did. I just. I no, feel no, no, like I'm oh, not. No, uh, yeah.
0: Just the problem is to no, leave. Yeah. That's
2: past. No. Yeah. Just get out. No. I. I. The. The challenge. I think. And this. Is, it remains even today. Um. I. I think the problem that we have, and, and, and this is, the, I say, the problem, the challenge we have, and I use a Bill Nye. Quote, And I have to say Bill Nye, the science guy, because it just flows, right? So Bill Nye, he said, everyone knows something, everyone you meet knows something you don't. Mm. And I took that to heart and thought, not only do they know something, they've probably seen something, they're probably hearing something, they probably have a perspective I don't have. It's my pleasure, I consider it my pleasure and my challenge to try to figure out what that is. What is it that Kevin knows that I don't know? What is it he sees that I don't see? And then then that was where that, that automatic um, intentional curiosity kicks in. Because and it's not a matter of me being self-serving or trying to understand what Kevin's doing, but I want I Kevin's got something. Kevin's got a bit of knowledge. This, you know, walking with intention and being where your feet are. I mean, these are these are nuggets that I'm I'm storing away. These are things. Um, Steven Johnson wrote a book where good ideas come from. And he talks about how ideas clash, you know, collide. And that's where the big ideas come from. You have an idea, I have an idea, we get together. And this whole book, Where Good Ideas has Come From, is just a, a brilliant piece of work. But in it, he talks about nobody just has these great ideas all of a sudden. It, they 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 sit on time and they and they you you bounce off of one another. And having places like this round table, for instance, is a good place for connectors. And um, so what I found at IBM was. That you can't force connections on people, you have to pretty much be the receptor. You basically have to be that that thing that has all it's, if you think of biology, it has you have all the receptors open, ready for something to connect. And you have to be quite flexible. i've got I've got a connector here. I'll pull it off. okay. This is a connector for one of my MacBooks, okay? It's not just a USB to USB. It's a USB to all kinds of stuff, right? This is a much better connector than just a USB to USB. And if you were a person and all you did was connect with the people that you like to connect to, that's pretty bland. But if you're one of these guys that can say, hey, so you're so you have this political view or you have this persuasion or you have this, you're seeing something I don't see, I'd love to hear what that is, right? And uh so my my key is just listen to understand, not listen to reply. Um when you ask someone a question, ask them somebody's story, don't try to figure out how you're gonna play that back to them. Just listen, just listen. And uh from the time spent as a storyteller, which you can't tell right now because you asked me a question, I've gone off now for five minutes. Oh, that's great. But my time as a my time as a storyteller mostly was spent story listening and story discovery. And that's that's where you get the value. And that's where you as an individual become a bigger bigger part where, where you grow, okay? By by connecting to people. And so I found that it wasn't so much in the corporate world about what is your requirements. It's like, you know. What's your life like? What what do you get up in the morning to do? Not what keeps you up at night. That's an old sales technique. What keeps you up at night? I don't care. What gets you up in the morning? What fires you up? And then what keeps you from doing that? Let's talk about that. Let's get rid of that thing. And that's, um, that's the connection piece. Empathize. Yeah. So-
0: yeah. I love, yeah. I love the metaphor. David in the chat, uh, put in don't that it's a killer metaphor. He said, don't be a simple dongle, be a complex one. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we just need a, we need shirts at story this year. It's like, don't be a simple dongle. They <laughs> <laughs> just got oh, some love that. funny joy baked into it. And one of the yeah. things I love about you, Lewis though, is like you you're proactive about this. Like you've talked openly about your time at IBM and like, yeah. look, engagement was literally in your job title. You were a chief storyteller of customer engagement for IBM Watson. And yet you felt a little bit disconnected. You felt like this oh. lone guy that maybe people didn't understand because story wasn't the thing in at this big tech organization, right? But instead of sitting around going, ah, I'm kind of lonely and isolated in my role. I wish people would come connect with me. You went out and connected with other people by actually embodying and doing the stuff that you were just talking about. Are there any practical um, ways that you did this on a somewhat regular basis where you're just like, oh, it's Tuesday, here's what I do on Tuesdays. I yeah. send out three emails or I go get coffee with a friend or how did you do this
2: on a practical level? Now, for, for us, I was on a global thing so I, I could go anywhere in the world and I had responsibilities worldwide, but I found that the best thing to do was just go be with the people. Um, everyone's looking for, they're looking for information or insights or assistance. Those are the things they're looking for. And to connect with them, you have to be able to serve them and serve them by either giving them information they don't know, giving them insights that they've not seen or giving them assistance that they need. And I found that the best way to do my job was not to sit in the office and send out emails, but just go live with people. And I've actually had uh, groups that I go, I would go visit, and my boss would ask me, "So why are you going to, you know, to Stockholm?" And I'm like, "Because I've not been there in a while, and I just want to live with them for a while." And they said, "Well, what do we have to get prepared?" I said, "Don't prepare anything. I just want to come and live with you, come alongside you for a little bit. Let's see how that works." Mm-hmm. And I found just being—I think Kevin talked about—just it, just being, being accessible, being where they're at. Don't necessarily wait for them to come to you. Go to them and say, "You know, hey, what can I do for you today?" What, what 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 is it that I could possibly help you with today that you might might be, you know, be needing and let me serve. Let me see what I can do. And I'll I'll tell you that that has never, ever been disappointing on my part. I know I know it's a kind of a selfish thing, but, it, you know, I, I, I do this because I get so much out of it.
0: Right, I don't know about you, but I loved the quip from Lewis about being a receptor for connection to not be a simple dongle, but a complex one. <laughs> one, sorry, that is hilarious too, but it's deep and true. It's an amazing metaphor. Be a receptor for connection. Don't be a simple dongle. Be a complex one so you can connect to lots of people. It's the perfect visual for our versatility as storytellers, our openness and our willingness to offer all the types of connection based on the needs and desires of those around us. Basically, intentional curiosity, being where people are and asking what we can do for them. Look, if this episode with Kevin and Lewis struck a chord with you and you're thinking, maybe I'm a connector, but I'm not sure, I want to encourage you to just go over to storygatherings.com, take the storytelling type assessment, see which of the five types echoes your core motivations. That will unlock more for you than you realize. It's a really cool tool. It's a brief assessment. All the content that we've rolled out so far this year and everything that we're focusing on at Story um, in September will be anchored around these five types. Our conference programming is not built around the five types, but our breakout schedule is. And you don't have to go to the breakouts that are created for your type. If anything, your type represents your natural strengths. And so it might be good to look at your storytelling skill set Figure out what type you need to learn from. So, for example, if you're an artisan, if you love creating art, expressing yourself through art, maybe you want to go to some artisan breakouts and level up your own creative process and um, equip yourself better as an artist. Or maybe you go, you know what? I'm really good at expressing my own voice, but how do I connect and collaborate with the voices of others? go to some connector breakouts. You'll learn a lot from them. So it's just a fun way of organizing some of our content this year. Uh, It's going to be amazing. So again, if you don't have a ticket to that, go to story2022.com. If you haven't taken the assessment yet, just head over to storygatherings.com. It's right there on the homepage. Our goal at Story is that by identifying the lens through which you, the Story community, communicate and engage with stories, we can serve you more effectively and and focused, and we can help you step into the fullness of your storytelling abilities. So again, Story Conference taking place in Nashville and online September 22nd, 23rd. We're going to be focused on understanding who we are and all that flows from that. Look, if you don't understand who you are as an individual, as a team, if you're working with an organization, who you are as an organization, as a brand, as a community, whatever it is that you're leading, however it is that you're working, if you don't know who you are, there is a domino effect of so many problems associated with that we've got to do this work and i want to do that work with you this year at story and i'm super excited because honestly it's the first time we're going to be back together in the same room since 2019 there's been a three-year gap i'm so excited it's going to be an incredible experience i hope you'll join us so again story 2022.com and even if you can't join us in person there are tickets available for our virtual option you could snag those as well. The price just went up by 100 bucks. But again, use that discount code I told you at the beginning of the podcast Podcast 100. Go click, buy your ticket right at the checkout stage, enter a discount code Podcast 100. No spaces. Podcast 100. It'll knock 100 bucks off, get you reverted back to that previous rate. That's our gift to you. It's our small way of saying thank you. It's an exclusive discount code available only for our podcast listeners. We appreciate you guys engaging with us. If you enjoyed listening in on this conversation from Kevin and Lewis, stay with us because we got another episode coming up next week with more gems and nuggets from that convo. And if you're enjoying this, also leave a rating, a review. We always appreciate that. It's that kind of stuff that has made this podcast, The Story Podcast, um, in the top 1% podcast in the world percent of podcasts worldwide that is amazing all right that's it for now i'm here as a third thanks again for joining us today on this episode of the story podcast keep telling stories that matter the story podcast is a production of the astoria collective it is hosted and curated by Harris III and produced, edited, and mixed by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. All music is provided by the talented musicians at Soundstripe. For more information about this podcast and other creative offerings from Story, visit
2: StoryGatherings.com.